This is exactly right. Welcome to My Favorite Murder. The mini episode. This is a tiny, 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 tiny episode. It's a baby of our big one. It's a little tiny baby. To get you through Monday. Do you like Mondays, Georgia? I don't have any feelings towards time. It <laughs> uh, doesn't exist. Says the privileged non, <laughs> non-office working person. <laughs> oh, that was so privileged. I mean, look, we're, we're quite privileged in the fact that I never know what fucking day it is. No. And I can be half an hour late for everything I do because no one can fire me. Typically, Mondays aren't the best. Right. Because you're tired from the weekend. Trying whatever. to get back on that. You know, no more carbs. Yeah. That's always me on Monday. But now for real, no more, no carbs. more carbs. Mine is now for real, I'm going to start taking my vitamins. <laughs> and, and now for real, I'm not, I'm not drinking. Every Monday. No, never happens. I mean, but this is, this is what we do. We, we need to reset. Every day mm-hmm. is a new beginning. Mm-hmm. Every Monday is a new life waiting to happen. Take your vitamins. Stop eating carbs. Please. Or just, you know, go light on carbs. Yeah, less carbs than normal. Sure. They they recently had something come out to say that, like, pasta isn't bad for you. Yeah. Again, you just can't trust anything anyone says. I think with the... Th- I read that because I was like, yay! And then it's just like, just don't... Just do everything in moderation, dummy. It's just like everything. Yeah, but easy for you to say article right. to tell me to eat spaghetti in moderation. Yeah. What feels better yeah. than shoving a shit ton of spaghetti <sighs> in your mouth all at once until you almost choke? Dude, and it's like covered in, po- in fucking cheese and stuff. Is that how you do yours? Hell yeah. That's how I do mine. Butter and parm. Butter and parm. Ton of pepper. It's called... Cacao de pep, whatever. What? You know, it's like a thing. It's like a pepper thing. It's like a, it's a pepper movement. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a pepper trend? It's a pepper. It's like a you know just a ton of pepper in your parm and butter pasta. Yes. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent behind that okay. exact mix. Let's go eat it. And if you can, and if you can make it that cheap Parmesan cheese, it's probably not real. From Kraft. I hate it. Vince calls that shaky cheese. Shaker <laughs> cheese, I think is what they call it as kids. Shaker cheese? Yeah, because you just shake it out of the thing. Hell yes. Not that kind of girl. Oh, I'm 1000% that girl. My mom was very big on like real Parmesan, like grated over like fresh if possible and real maple syrup and v- Vince's fucking shaker <laughs> cheese and like log cabin. Log crap. cabin. No. My mom was real butter, real mayonnaise. Anytime Miracle Whip came into the equation, she would she had like a one woman show about how much she hated Miracle oh, I Whip. I love it. So we never had any. It was like the dairy based things that always had to be real. Huh. But then she was the queen of like minute rice and frozen corn, you know, yes, for dinner. I love it. I do too. The first like time Vince ever cooked for me when we were like dating was he made me um shake and bake. <laughs> oh, and I was like, oh, I like Midwest guys. Yeah, <laughs> this is yep. cool. They know what's important. Mm-hmm. Feeding you. How about just a night? Like, what if you brought you a hot dish? You're just like, I'm not going to take you out. Here's a casserole for you to keep for yourself. 100%. 100%. (laughs) Keep for yourself. Good night. (laughs) You can eat this at any time. I don't have to be involved. Until our next date. It's like like you're playing funeral. I love it. Okay, you go first. Okay. We read your shit. Here we go. Here we go. You know the story. It's like my funeral. Okay. Um, 
The subject line of this email is I should have gone bowling. Okay. Hey, homies. Perfection. <laughs> when I was around 13, I was hanging out with my two with two girls that lived in my neighborhood and we were outside laying on my trampoline, chatting with each other on a hot summer night. Sounds like fun. So good. My parents had tried to get me to go bowling with them, but being as I was 13 and too cool to hang out with them, mm-hmm. I, in parentheses, probably not so politely, declined. Mm-hmm. Anyways... It was around eight or nine at night, dark outside, and nobody was home. It's the perfect beginning. Mm -hmm. While we were chatting, we noticed a white van pull Mm -mm. up outside my house and park, but nobody got out of the van. It just sat there for about a half an hour with the driver still inside, engine off. Uh -uh. We were a little creeped out, but not enough to go inside. After a while, the driver got out of the car. It was a man in all black clothing with a hoodie on. No. And he had the hood over his head and uh, was facing the ground so we couldn't see his face. He started briskly walking into my yard, still looking around and walking right toward us. (gasps) At this point, we were definitely freaked out and we hopped off the trampoline and ran onto my back deck to go inside. As we reached the back door, the man walked up the stairs on the other side of the deck and was a few feet away from us as we realized that my asshole parents had lost Locked us out when they went bowling. Holy shit! <laughs> At this point, the man was still coming towards us, and we sprinted off the deck and ran straight to one of the gr- other girls' houses, only to find that nobody was home no. there either. Dude, nightmare. Her parents had locked the doors thinking she was safe at my house. The other friend lived two streets away. We had to pass by the van to get there. So we creeped through a few yards and saw that the van was still there. When we got to the other girl's house, thankfully her mom was home. Unfortunately, though, Uh she laughed off our paranoia Uh and wouldn't let us come inside because it was a, quote, (gasps) beautiful night. Oh, (laughs) asshole. So we hung out. That was in the email. So we hung out on the girls front porch for a while until I figured my parents would be home. And I decided to walk back when I got there. He could have been breaking into their house. Yes. Any number of uh, that. Yes. That mom is should be arrested. Uh, when I got there, the van was gone, and in its place were several police cars. Oh, really, mom? Who was like, stay outside? That's uh, she's gonna have to live that down for the rest of yeah. her life. Uh, as it turns out. This guy had gone onto everyone's decks in the five backyards that all faced each other, had turned on the gas grills and all and left. (gasps) The police said that there was enough gas in the area at that point that if somebody had lit a cigarette nearby, there would have been an explosion. To my knowledge, they've never caught the guy or found out why he did it. But needless to say, I spent a lot of time with my parents that summer because I sure as hell wasn't staying home alone. SSDGMSJ. Wow. That's a good one, huh? Yeah, when parents don't believe kids in their shit, I'm just like, you fucking, you have no one to blame but yourself. Well, also, it just feels like it's, that's a remnant of another time. Yeah. Or, first of all, what parent in this day and age is like, stay outside past dark? <laughs> yeah, don't come inside. It's a gorgeous night outside. Yeah. Like, that's, that also, doesn't like, get said. 13 year olds don't make up strange man stories. That's like an eight year old, maybe. True. And yeah, what would be on the other? It's not like they're saying a crazy man is outside. Can you please buy us something? Yeah. They just want to get inside the house. <laughs> Fucking asshole. It's so crazy. Okay, let's do. All right. This one is called I Scanned a Serial Killer. Okay. Hello, all. I work as a CT technologist in a hospital, and over the years, I've had to do scans on numerous inmates from jail slash prison. After I finish their exam, I always do Google searches to see why they are incarcerated, which is not always such a good idea. 
It always creeps me out how the most polite, well-behaved ones are usually, <laughs> not always, the ones in jail for rape or murder. Yes. Anywho, I, yep, I was working the night shift when a name popped up on my work list for a patient in the ER. I grabbed a questionnaire we filled out for all the patients before an exam and started to fill it out when my coworker happened to look over my shoulder and yelled, holy shit, do you know who that is? The name didn't look familiar to me, and when inmates come in the ER, I don't uh, I don't know their inmates until I walk into the room and see them in a jumpsuit surrounded by prison guards. So my coworker proceeds to tell me that he's a serial killer and his murder spree spanned 15 years and seven states. Fuck. Being a murderino, I immediately Googled his name and sure enough, it was him. And then it says, due to HIPAA laws, I can't say his name, real <laughs> or serial, which is a clue, I think, or where I work because I could lose my job slash license and a girl has got to eat. Yes. But that means he has, he had a serial killer nickname. Oh, okay. So, like, I think she's giving us a clue. He's well known. Yeah. Um, he's serving two consecutive life sentences in a prison about 90 miles from the hospital. So, armed with this knowledge, I'm about 60% excited to do his scan and 40% scared shitless. Of course, when I go to get him, he's accompanied by two armed prison guards. He didn't talk too much, but was polite and followed my instructions and everything went normally. I, try I tried desperately to act like I didn't know who he was <laughs> or what he had done, but I felt like there was a giant blinking red neon. I don't know why I put the word red. It's not there. Oh, I just saw a red. That's what you see. Mm -hmm. Blind, blinking neon sign over my head that said, I know what you did. <laughs> I had about a million questions to ask the prison guards, but I figured I needed to act like a professional and damn near bit my tongue in half, trying not to pepper them with question after question. <laughs> Once it was all done and over, and I had that feeling of, holy fuck, uh, did that just really happen? We're off. My next thought was, I need to email Karen and Georgia and tell them about this. <laughs> Hopefully you guys get a kick out of the story because no one else I told seems as excited as I was about it. <laughs> Thanks for doing such an awesome podcast. Getting an alert on my phone that there's a new episode available is the highlight of my day. Keep kicking ass. SSCGM JC. Oh, man. Yeah. We're the first thing that comes into people's mind when they hear anything about a serial killer. God bless. You know what that actually makes me think of is somebody, there was a story uh, from like a month or a couple weeks ago. Did you read that story about that two women or two people I shouldn't so that was sexist actually two people who worked at the hospital in either Auburn or Sacramento mm -hmm. accessed the Golden State mm -hmm. Killers medical history and they both got fired yeah I don't think you should have done that no no you can't do that that's stupid it's literally against the law yeah. you can't you're not allowed to do that Oh man, it's not smart. But I was like, why would you do it? Were they working there for like the summer? That's such a dumb. And and then it's just like, why? So you know he's allergic to penicillin. Yeah. There's no, there's no benefit. It's not to like that. he's gonna have a lower back tattoo that says I'm a fucking serial killer. Or yeah, I buried a bunch of other bodies up in Auburn that you need to find out right. about. If only that, that tattoo. You know that popular tattoo. Yeah, that everyone gets <laughs> the really long one. Yeah, it's the flash art that you just pick off the wall. <laughs> should I get a bumblebee or should I or show where the bodies are buried? <laughs> um, okay, ready for this one? Always. Uh, subject line is sinkhole tried to take my baby and avoiding cults. <laughs> I've been no greeting whatsoever. Right, I love, love it. it. You don't need one. I've been meaning to send in my sinkhole story and was sparked to pause catching up on the latest episodes after hearing you mention the garbage eating cult i met them Woo! sorry i was catching up because i spent two weeks in the woods and listening to mfm in the woods is scary as fuck and and i know i shouldn't have even been in the woods in the first place surrounded by dusty white people <laughs> <laughs> 
nasty white people. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I need my nature therapy onto the stories. Okay. Okay. My cult story. When I was doing my second attempt at college, a group of friends invited me to a free dinner. Fucking red flag, oh, red flag. Yeah. No, there... There's no such thing as free dinner, lunch, or breakfast. Only this people, is me talking, not yeah. the email. Yeah, and also that's every cult in the world. Every religion get, is like, come to our mixer yes, spaghetti dinner. Come to our spaghetti dinner, shaky cheese spaghetti dinner. Yeah. I'd be there in one second if I was like 23. Uh, and that's how they get you. Okay, so we're back in the email now. Okay. When we got there, it was packed with people and they were serving up typical Midwest hot dish. Oh my God. Hey, vegan and meat option. Why I remember this, who knows? Right away, I got really weird vibes from this dude who had organized the meal and had his little crew um, with him. They started talking Jesus stuff and how all the food was free from the dumpster. <laughs> oh my God. That's not what you want to say. I laid out of their fast because of bad vibes, gross dumpster hot dish, and I was so over Jesus. I had no idea it was a cult recruitment until I heard your episode. I don't know if anybody from school officially joined them, but I know that they held a number of dinners, and a few of my friends really got into going to them. I feel like my school was too into partying hard to join their cult, but I do know people really got into the idea of dumpster diving free food oh and not paying rent by squatting all over town and campus. Fuck. That's how they get you the glamorous life <laughs> sheila e okay <clears throat> my, now it's we're back okay. my second sink my sinkhole story sorry there's no second a few weeks after my first daughter was born we had to go to a midwife to checkup appointment we were broke as fuck didn't have a car so in the dead of summer i had to walk with my new baby a mile to the bus stop oh god when the bus finally came i was dying for some bus air conditioning but a guy got off through the front door halting my entrance and i remember thinking dude you're supposed to get off the back door uh -huh. there's a system here uh -huh. but being a typical midwesterner i said nothing and just shamed him in my mind <laughs> <laughs> anyway after he had gotten off the bus we stepped on and heard a loud crash behind us we turned around and the sinkhole where we were just standing um oh the sidewalk where we were just standing was gone and so was the dude no a sinkhole had opened up and swallowed him <gasps> the bus driver radioed 911 or whoever told them what happened someone on the bus was like back up the bus it could open wider yeah dude and I was like, get me and my new baby off this bus. We all got off the bus and could hear the man screaming and the sound of water rushing to fill the hole. We tried to yell at him that help was on the way, but he couldn't hear us and just kept screaming. It was all so unsettling, to say the least. Emergency services finally showed up and was able to get him out. He was all bloody, but able to walk and was taken away in an ambulance. Like a jerk, I can't help but think if he had just followed the rules and gone <laughs> off the back of the bus. <laughs> Maybe he wouldn't have ended up in that hole. My mom later said that if we had been the ones who had ended up in the hole, we would be rich with settlement money. I was just going to say, but yeah, that guy got a fucking big settlement that's from right. the city. I guess that's where I get my a-hole ideas. Oh my <laughs> That's God. right. It's usually hereditary. Yep. Hope you like my non-murder and everybody lives stories. Lastly, I just want to say thank you for bringing to attention your struggles, mental health, addiction, eating stuff, etc. It feels like healing. Oh, that's, that's so nice. nice. Also, thank you 
you for talking about what's happening to Native American, Indigenous women, people in this country and in Canada. Being a member of the community and working for it for a number of years, I unfortunately have more than one story of mm. someone I know who was murdered. I don't think I will ever be able to write those stories in an email, <sighs> but I am grateful that you two have helped give voice to the victims. It feels kind of awkward to send a fangirl letter, but I love you guys so much. Aww. SSDGM Tessa. Aww. Oh, that was a lovely, lovely email, That's Tessa. Lovely. I feel like we have to really quickly give credit to uh, the podcast Missing and Murdered because they are the ones who are doing the incredible work on the indigenous people. And, yes. Um, God, the 60 sweet man. That turns out to be the... You should, everyone listen to Missing and Murdered. Podcast. Missing and Murdered and... Um, uh, well, I think because we did talk about Wind River, but that idea right. that that is like based on the fact that indigenous indigenous women get murdered and they're this crazy none of, rate, crazy rate, and none of them get solved. Yeah. no one works on them, and none of them get solved. So yeah, That's right. uh, we could definitely be doing more, and we we've barely done what like lots of other podcasts have done. But yeah. as long as everyone talks about it, yeah, we, we can all talk about it together. That's right. Thanks, Tessa. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into, whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder and here's the important note that promo code is all lowercase so go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level that's shopify.com slash murder again don't forget the code is all lowercase goodbye georgia have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant like perfectly scrambled eggs. Oh my God. Yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, 
Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Hey, let's do a quick depressing one Great. since we're there. It's not depressing, but you know, it's uplifting in a depressing way. Here okay. we go. Okay. So this, this is called Hometown Sort of. Ugh, Charlie Manson. Oh, <laughs> got it. Hi, Georgia and Karen. I've become a recent murderino because a friend told me you guys do hometown murders where... Uh, people tell their personal stories. It made me start thinking about why I became a true crime lover, and it all stems back to my family murder. Fucking Charlie Manson. Ugh. I decided to listen to you guys as about a month ago, and I started from episode one. I wanted to delve into your world after a lifetime of knowing I was a descendant of a victim of a sick hippie fantasy. I can't agree with you more that his weirdo crimes don't deserve as much attention as he pined for his whole life. I even had a stupid... And then it says in Bradley sparkling can wine moment of breaking down crying when he died because I thought such a cowardly human died in such a cowardly way. But after listening to your story on my long ass commutes in L.A., I wanted to tell a different side of the story. Leno and Rosemary LaBianca came from a well-to-do Italian family. They were given lots of opportunities and had a very lovely L.A. circle of friends and family. My grandmother is a LaBianca and her son, my father, often was often babysat and very close with his cousins, Rosemary and Leno. Mm. They were living the dream. However, their murder does not define who they were. It was random, awful, painful, shocking, and something this family would never truly recover from. It is often forgotten when compared to Sharon Tate. After all, she was an icon, star, beauty, and all-around wonderful person. We can never take away from her from her murder and what her family endured. But I do hope we don't forget that other members of another family continue to suffer from this hippie atrocity. I still live with artifacts from the murder house on Waverly Drive that fateful 1969 evening, and I don't want to remember that asshole who did what he did. But I do want to remember my cousins who didn't get to choose their fate, who were in the wrong place at the wrong time. The LaBianca family suffered and continues to suffer with the feeling that randomization is inevitable. Oh, mm. God. But I hope to just bring a voice to these victims. I call my family and continue fighting for all victims and their families who are looking for answers. I appreciate my anonymity and stay sexy. Don't get murdered. Um, wow. I'm not about to cry. It's so true. I, ha I will say this just from my uh, perspective as I read Helter Skelter way too young. Me too. <laughs> um, the... La Bianca murders 
uh, are very prominent in my mind. Definitely. And I understand what they mean that there is like, that's the gross part about the true crime is the fame element. Yeah. And there, anytime they can, anytime like the media or, or any of us, if you pull a good story through, right. that's the thing that, that goes first and foremost. But I remember when I read Helter Skelter, it, it really does strike you how horrifyingly random yeah. and tragic it is that they, just lived along the way it was just like this thing where it was just this like older happy couple who lived you know right near us yes in this just up in the hills and it's yeah. just so random and it, and and terrible and yeah. terrifying and yeah so that's a great point yeah but that's that was beautifully written in a like that perfect thing of like but these are victims too but like but i want them not to be thought of as this way but i do want people to know how fucked up it you know, it made a whole family and yeah, it's a lot of good points there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for writing that. Yeah. So I have a positive one. We can end, not a positive one. I have a funny one we can end on. Okay. Do you want to do that? Sure. Okay. Um, I don't know if I should tell you that. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what the title save is. It, save it. Save it. Mimi, Elvis, Steven, Georgia, and Karen. That's new. Sure. <laughs> oh, I guess this is before Dottie. Um, <laughs> well, they they really picked and choose who they were going <laughs> to mention. Dottie there. and Frank and George are out. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. So says, you know, I never really had a good murder story to share, except my mom's friend was just recently on the prosecuting team for the huge Holly Bobo case in Tennessee. Look it up if you don't know it, it says. But as soon as you said to send in stories of an awkward time, you've shared a story in a group that you regretted. I knew just the thing to send in. <laughs> so a couple of years back, I was trying out a new church uh, a new church group and someone had the best proposal for a weird icebreaker question. If you could choose a liquid to come out of each pointer finger for the rest of your life, <laughs> what would it be? <laughs> a fucking creepy and disgusting awesome question. Yeah. you point. Karen's pointing at her mouth while laughing with her finger. Okay, wait, let me keep going because I know you guys are going to say this. You can imagine most people said coffee or something boring and safe like that. Coffee, gross. Uh, and then it says points to the girl. Points to the girl who said gasoline, free gas forever, <laughs> and chapstick. Even though chapstick is debatably not a liquid, it is not a liquid. And it's so cheap. That's what you're going to go for. Also, gasoline would burn your finger. Yeah, yeah but she would make a lot of money probably. <laughs> Um, but either way, every answer chapstick. was still significantly less awkward than mine. Maybe lip gloss. Yeah, but not still. Okay. Uh, naturally, I wanted one finger to be a steady stream of margarita, but considering it was a church thing, I figured I'd say Diet Coke for one finger. Nice. Having gone towards the end, my slight social anxiety got the best of me in that time. I was waiting and gave me lots of time to think of a good second liquid. Being the natural freaking goody two-shoes I am, I answered really seriously and honestly and came up with, this is all caps, breast milk. Mm, no. <laughs> yeah, you heard me right. Breast milk. <laughs> Imagine the group of college-aged girls and guys who, of course, were strangers to me. Before I could explain that the reason was because I'd go to Kenya and there are some really and some very undernourished men and babies who need breast milk to survive. I had already lost the crowd and been deemed the total weirdo of the group. Yeah, you, they were right to do that yeah, to you. Good. No recovering from that one. <laughs> Moral of the story, feel free to open up to new people, but maybe only to a certain extent at first. Don't take a goofy icebreaker question to a serious save the world level. If you ever feel like margarita is an inappropriate answer, just go ahead and rule out breast milk too. Uh, 
Thanks for the laughs and fascinating stories you've given me and all my friends in architecture school as we were up all night. <laughs> Delirious and for continuing to bind us post-grad with your SSDGM. D- GM meaning group message. Oh, oh. Um, love y'all and goodbye, Polly Ann. P.S. Can you two and Stephen please share with us what liquids you guys would choose to come out of each pointer <laughs> yes, finger? We can. All answers accepted. MFM is a safe space. Bullshit, <laughs> Polly Ann. You fucking weirdo with your breast milk. <laughs> Not all answers accept. Oh, okay. Because here's what's hilarious about that. I love the idea that she's like, okay, I got to play to this crowd, uh-huh. which I will tell you right now is always a mistake. Yeah. When you think you need to play, like you're going to play to a crowd, wow them, you're going to get it wrong, make them laugh, or I'm going to do anything for this crowd. Yes. Secondly, you could have just said milk. And it would have been Oh, yeah. Fine. Yeah. The breast milk, specifically. <laughs> like chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. You didn't have to name the country you thought you could go to where people were so poor. Like, everything about that. It was like when you're shooting for the stars. Yeah. Of like, this is how I'm going to be good. Incorrect. Then, oh, my Turns God. Turns out there is an incorrect answer to that. Oh, I love it so much. Incorrect answers are more fun yeah. anyway. Oh, shit. First thing I could think of is kombucha. Because okay. it's good for you and I like it. Right. Steven? Well, I mean, the margarita answer obviously is the obvious one, but I feel like you could do tequila and that way you don't have it pre-mixed. So Definitely. then you could for Very more smart. occasions. And but, it's not because yeah. sometimes margarita is too sweet. Exactly. But if they make it the wrong kind to come out of your finger, yeah. you're like, oh, I want to do a skinny strawberry? one. Yeah. <laughs> Jalapenos, your fingers are Yeah, just... you're always like you scratch your nose and you fucking... Uh. You have like yeah, gas like, and margarita and you're just like, fuck. What if you mix up which one's gas and which one's margarita? <laughs> and you become Sammy Hagar. And you still get fucked up. What's Sarah's Karen? I don't want shit in my finger. I don't, if I if if I was at this party, I'd wait till it gets to me and be like, "You're all fucking weird and perverted." Here's my weird answer, Stephen, and Stephen will understand this. What about tuna juice? So all cats oh. love you. You're just like leaking it around the alleyways, and cats are just following you everywhere you go. Oh. And all all cats love you, and all people are like, "Hey, Georgia, what's hey, are you taking a shower lately?" About Georgia, just shake your hand. It's all. Just stop taking I forget a which one is tequila, and, and it tastes like kombucha, kind. Kind of. See, the first thing I thought of, the reason I was laughing so hard, was like Spider-Man style. I wasn't thinking of stuff you drink. I'd think like, what's oh. fun to shoot at people? Oh, like that's... silly string. Yes. Um, you know what I mean? That's good too. With some, just like a very, a high pressure hose, like at the car wash. Yeah. <laughs> like that, where like, it, it would almost be like having a gun, but it's just water. So well, you, that makes you're not going to kill anybody. Our friend Joe Naray has that story of how when he was a little kid, they were all playing Super Soaker, and he thought it'd be really funny. Like, they would put clothing dye or dye it and dye your clothes sometimes, and he thought it'd be really funny to put boiling hot water in his and shot his friend with it. Jesus Christ. And, yeah, that's the story is how awful he was. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> God. <laughs> listen to Jonah you know Radio podcast. Fun if I scald my friend. That moment of you do it and you're like, ha, 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 ha. And then the kid's like, oh, no, this burns. Yeah. So if, not hot water. No, hot water Hot water would be bad. A nice room temp yeah. water. Like tea. High pressure. You could wash your car. Oh, yeah. You could make someone stand back. You can heat up a pool when it's too. This you is, could also give thirsty cats might like you. Yeah. If you've, you're still on that cat thing. With lotion counter, is that not liquid Is that enough? liquid? Lotion's probably. Yeah, that's a liquid. How about what are you gonna, sorry, what are you going to do with that lotion, Steven? <laughs> it's just convenient. Every answer is like, we've, we're staring yeah. into people's psyches, but you don't, you're all innocent, like milk. And then it's like, ew, you you're fucking gross. Burn. Yeah, you're going to smell like rotten milk all the time. And like, ew. Ew, you're so gross. Lube. That, Vaseline. Even yes. like something as innocent as lube <laughs> can be fucking... 
<laughs> okay, hold on. I love icebreaker questions. Yeah. I love this shit. Be, uh, I love answers, and I love. We used to Me play. Um, would you or basically would you rather? Yeah. Is like, but it was we called it this or that, mm-hmm. and so it'd be like flying and invisibility, mm-hmm. and everyone would give their answer, and then everyone would start attacking everybody on how their answer right. was wrong. The, who's got the wrong one? Because I was that like, would be stupid if you could fly, then you. Where it's like the friends that I had that said invisibility. I was like, okay, you just basically admitted you're a perv I don't to trust everybody. You. Yeah, you're untrustworthy. You read my diary. You're sneaky, Pete. Yeah, and you and you're giving up flying totally, totally. so that you can s- fucking spy on people. Totally. You weasel. Um, everyone send us your favorite um <laughs> like <liquids>. icebreaker <laughs> P.O. box. Send us an, no, send us your favorite <laughs> icebreaker questions or when your icebreaker shit has gone very bad or you did like a terrible first impression. Guys, guys, what if um that's the picture. The picture I have is like when you start a question guys. like that and you think it's going to be so fun. You guys, what is your Okay, hold on. And then maybe we can just make a list of those so like cuz they're not all stories. Just send us like icebreaker questions yeah that's so good um also flying or invisibility obviously flying now i'm not gonna say yeah, if it was right. invisibility i wouldn't tell you that was such a setup steven well, i mean it's just so much more fun dude it's flying still, is the greatest american hero it's the greatest american everything i think my honest answer for the liquids is iced tea on one finger and lemonade on the other girl fuck and you can have separate wait why don't you just put arnold palmer in one and then you can get another one with whatever you want in it because i can't i'm already can't do that with my iced tea and lemonade <laughs> At least you could have like gasoline, liquid gold. I, don't I am not the idea that you're going to shoot gasoline out of your finger is gr- a greedy, b insane. <laughs> There's no way you don't get cancer from that and the fumes. You could never smoke again or do whatever you you're want right. with fire. You could have to you just stay away from fire for the rest of your you're life. Right. You, you go skiing and people are like, let's gather around. You're like, sorry, I'll blow up. <laughs> it's the worst idea. You greedy fucking. <laughs> Uh, this for is the discussion I want to be having. Uh, this is the best. Uh, uh, send us your ideas. Everything. My favorite murder at Gmail. Goodbye. Oh, stay sexy. And don't get murdered. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I jumped my line. Elvis, you want a cookie? Good boy. Here, right here. Don't go.